As I mentioned in my last episode, I went out of town to be with uh, family as my brother was getting married. And I knew going into it that it was going to be a challenge. It was going to be a a lot of work to just... (laughs) We were going to go to the beach after my brother got married, the rest of the family. And it was just important to me that my kids, my wife, and myself, that we had like a really good vacation. We've not been to the beach in forever, so it was really important to me to make it work. We were going to leave on a Wednesday, and Wednesdays are normally my therapy appointment, so I made sure that I (laughs) changed my therapy appointment for that day to be super early in the morning, the earliest that I could get it, and uh, just have one session with them before heading up there. And that therapy session was basically just an hour-long prep of how I should be, how I should act. Maybe a weird way to say that, but basically I was just providing him with examples in my mind of, of things that could happen and just trying to get a better idea of you know, what is appropriate for me to do. Like, I know that I can stand up for myself and I know that I can push back against a lot of the ridiculousness that might come my way in regards to my family. But I also know that when it gets to that point, it's going to be bad. People are going to get angry. People are going to get hateful Things are going to be said, and at the end of the day, I want my kids to enjoy the beach. At the end of the day, I want my wife to be able to be comfortable and enjoy herself as well. So, I don't know. I I had this urge, this desire. It's been something that's been plaguing me before we even went up there to get into an argument, to get into a fight. I have a Facebook, mostly because my wife likes tagging me and stuff, and a lot of things on Facebook are posts from other people, kind of with the same ideology as my family, and when I see it, I just really want to get in it and and, and argue, (laughs) and that is something that, I don't know, it's kind of weird, like, so I didn't plan on doing this, this is going to be a short episode, I don't know how long this is going to end up being because I'm rambling. But I, something that we discussed in uh, my therapist appointment was like this need to try to shine the light on the way people think. And I'm not saying that I've got it all figured out at all. Um, This episode, as it goes on, is going to be pretty obvious that I, I don't have it all figured out. But I have this weird feeling of responsibility to try and help the people that I care about, I guess, identify possible faults in the way that they're thinking. But it's so ingrained with how they believe that it's basically, all right, we're just going to move on from this. (laughs) This is going to get way too out of hand. 
this subject could be its own freaking episode. So, but basically, I worked to stay above the drama, to not get trapped in the poison that they spewed, or allow myself to be emotionally impacted by their behavior. Every day there presented a challenge. There was something just constantly being thrown my way that was just absurd. (laughs) Even the first night that we got there, and it wasn't even really my parents. It was uh, was my brother. And I'm not going to get into all of that, but there was just something that was pretty inconsiderate on his part, but it was such an important time that, you know, I had to be sure to show up for him because at the end of the day, like 10 years from now, when he looks back at the wedding, I want him to have that feeling of, of happiness. I mean, he's a good person. And I mean, what he did was, I don't know, ridiculous, but it wasn't that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. It's just, I guess kind of um, a continuation of the pattern that he's exhibited towards me and his other brother. Um, But it is what it is. There were, (laughs) I don't know. There's parts of me that just wants to really go into it. But I continued to quote something that my therapist gave me right before I left. And it was, that I am only responsible for myself. And there were multiple times where things were starting to get heated or emotions were starting to flare up. And there's like, again, this need or responsibility that I feel like I need to step in and and make everything okay. And that motto, you know, I am only responsible for myself. It was a reminder that I don't have to clean up their mess. I don't need to console their feelings. And I don't have to make everything right between anybody. There was one instance on the second day that we were there where it was almost like everything was falling apart. And while it somewhat involved me, the real root, cause of the entire implosion was um, separate from me. I was just kind of in the collateral damage, I guess. But instead of trying to bend over backwards, I said to myself, I'm only responsible for myself. And I let it play out with the people that should be involved with it. And I stepped away, and um, <laughs> there's this one moment where I remember uh, it was when we were at the beach, and my mom had said that I seemed very quiet, and really, it just kind of stuck out to me because it's like she probably feels like I'm quiet because I'm not. I mean, I, I, <laughs> so much just ridiculousness is going on, and I'm not getting involved with it, and it felt really good. There's times where I wanted to say something, but it felt great to just be like above it. It felt great to be able to focus on what was really important, which was my kids, my wife, and me enjoying the beach, 
when something was directed towards me specifically, I was able to deflect. I was able to remove myself from the situation. And again, just keep focus on that determination for a really good trip. And surprisingly, despite all of the craziness of the past week, despite the insane amount of passive aggressive behavior, despite the numerous times that my dad just, (laughs) despite other things, I was able to get through it. And although I may have a renewed hatred for passive aggressive behavior, I just kind of felt like I came out on top. On the way back home, however, things started to kind of come apart for me. We stopped at a hotel to stay the night instead of making one long trip back home with the kids. And I don't know if it's because I finally let my guard down. I'm not sure if it's maybe just because of all of the buildup of biting my tongue and trying to push through the turbulent relationships that I have with my family. But I was starting to lose it again. Every little thing was like this sharp stab to my mind. I could feel my emotions just turning into the monsters that roam when the darkness creeps in. I'm supposed to be honest with my feelings, my thoughts. I'm supposed to be true to myself and leave my (laughs) donkey skin packed up. Keep my mask off. I don't want to snap at my wife or my kids, though. I don't want to take my anger and my depression or my negativity out on them. So while I'm trying not to hide how I feel, I'm still trying to hold it back. There was a moment that sticks out to me on this stopping at the hotel where my wife is in the office getting the keys to our room. And it's it's taking a little bit. Or at least it felt like it was taking a little bit. And I'm in the car with the kids. And I could feel this pain, the anxiety, the rage just working its way through me. And my kids just being <laughs> constant with their questions and their words. Which... It's like, it's it's nice to, to hear them want to talk to me and, and want to tell me things. but And while they're not doing anything wrong, they're still the only available targets for my outlash. And I don't want to do that to them. And so I'm in this car, and I'm just feeling so, I can't, I don't even know how to explain it. The anger and the just tension... I look ahead, just facing out of the windshield, and I close my eyes, and I'm gripping the steering wheel as hard as I can, and I'm just trying to breathe. At some point, I find my hand trying to calm my mind by just massaging my forehead in an attempt to just soothe my mind. Words come out of my mouth, quietly and plainly. Words that were addressing their questions and sounding as peaceful as I was fighting to be. We 
all get up into the hotel room. Even unpacking the car was <laughs> overwhelming. And my mind is still feeling like it's trying to dissolve away. Once we're finally settled in, I'm laying on the bed and my wife asks me about how I'm feeling. You know, what's wrong with me? And her asking in such a soft and hopeful tone meant so much to me. Instead of being annoyed with my ridiculous mood, instead of being upset that she's married to such a a baby, she was concerned about my well-being. It helped a lot in that moment to just bring me back to life. And that's awesome, right? Like, hey, I've solved the freaking problem. Of all of my attacks, just have my wife lovingly ask me if I'm okay. The thing is, it's not that easy. Since that day, every day has just been... (laughs) My mental health has continued its onslaught against my sanity. Tuesday, we, we got back home. Wednesday was the first day of work, and I was (laughs) really anxious about going back to work. And really, honestly, like, these past three days, as far as work goes, there's definitely been some moments, but it's it's not as bad as it usually is. But I'm sure that it's going (laughs) to not take too long to get back to that level of awfulness. The the type of pain and and stress and everything is, I'm always going through this. I can get better at some points, and then I'm back to where I feel so awful. And how can I, how can I put her through this so many times? She's constantly having to deal with this. I've got friends, really good friends, but how many times can I keep bringing up my problems to them before they start getting annoyed with me? Always having some depressing issue to put up with. I have started progress in my life I'm sure of it and I've possibly accomplished some good things in in my recovery but it's still so terrifying to talk about it so specifically how can I look at my wife someone who's been with me for nearly half of my life and tell her how miserable I'm always feeling how can I constantly be bringing up the pain I'm in when she has her own things going on as well. I'm still unable to navigate the storm well enough to not become capsized, which fills me with this feeling of needing to reach out, needing to have someone talk me through these things, but it's not fair to them. I simply don't know what to do when the pain takes over. These past few days have been so awful, so bad. I've had like two or three other topics that I wanted to talk about this week, but this pain has prevented any kind of progress in fleshing out those topics. All I could think about, all I could feel was this pain. And I really didn't want to talk about this on the podcast because well if I'm honest I'm scared of you someone who spends their time listening to something I record someone who finds a way to care about a stranger they've never met someone who means so much to me because you're willing to allow me to be heard 
I'm scared of you realizing that this is all I'm ever going to be. Someone hurting, someone struggling, and someone that's just always going to be feeling this way. I can feel myself, like, sitting hunched over with this mask in my hands. And I think about how putting it on is going to protect my wife, my loved ones, from the pain that I'm suffering through. I tell myself that it's going to make things better. But it's, it's such a lie. By putting on this mask, this act that I'm okay, it's only going to isolate me further. It'll cause my inner turmoil to become stronger, more violent. Wearing this mask is also going to put me at risk of losing more of my identity. And at this point, I can't afford to lose any more of myself. As much as I want to pretend like everything's okay, as much as I want to make people comfortable, provide new, interesting... Okay, well, I guess, like, start to provide interesting topics here on the um, (laughs) podcast... I want to continue doing that and and not being such a, I don't know. And then I think about, like, my kids. I love them so much. And they mean everything to me. And I want to be a dad to them that positively impacts their lives and shows them how to be a great person, how to be loving, understanding, and show empathy. Someone who is strong and able to stand up for themselves while also being brave enough to just be there for others. Not only do my kids have to witness me barely keeping it together when I'm gripping the steering wheel and trying not to have an explosion of emotions. They have to deal with a house that's not as clean as it should be or a yard with higher grass than usual because I I just can't. The energy that it takes to get out of bed can be so monumental that everything else is so overwhelming. And even if I get past that hurdle, even if I start to clean or start to wash dishes or whatever it may be, it's like the first sign of of an obstacle during that. Where do certain dishes go or... You know, there's clutter. Where do I put this? Can be so frustrating and infuriating that I think about how their normal childhood experiences are. The dad who takes them to the park, but then becomes overwhelmed by either their behavior or some other thing that happens. The dad who tries not to get so visibly angry. He has to remove himself from the room. Because it's all just too much. The dad who sometimes just lays around all day and struggles to get up. There's a lot of things that's playing into my hardships here lately. And the thing is like keeping this mask off, being open and honest about what I'm going through. I mean, when you say it, it just sounds like it should be easy, you know? And I've had moments with my wife, with certain friends, with you guys, where it's like, I'm saying so much. Stuff that I never imagined being able to talk about. 
I mean, my poor wife has to deal with so many of my insecurities. I'll ask her numerous times what she thinks of me, why she loves me. I think so lowly of myself, both inside and out. And my self-worth is just (laughs) honestly on the floor. And it's like when I start to feel so insecure to the level that looking in the mirror disgusts me. I start to realize how little I have to offer. Because, you know, I I guess like I'm convinced that I, I'm convinced that I don't really contribute much. So like if I don't contribute much and I'm ugly, like what is there to like about me? And it's ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous, but I can't escape it. There are so many different factors at play, and it would take another 30 minutes, and I can't believe this has been so long. I was going to get on here tell you guys I ain't feeling so good. Um, hopefully we can do a, a better one next time, but here we are. Um, but yeah, it, it would be so easy to to hide it. And today, especially earlier today, it was so hard, and... Like my kids would ask me things and I would just be kind of, what's the word? I don't know if I want to say cold, but emotionless. I couldn't, I couldn't pretend I, I would respond to them, but it would just be so lethargic, zombie-like. And I could, I could feel myself like trapped in my own body. At some point, I finally texted my wife. She was out today, and it did help. I I told her that I feel like I'm going to have a breakdown, that I've been feeling horrible ever since we got back from vacation, and that I just feel so close to the edge. I told her that I didn't want to tell her because it's not her problem, and I know that it makes everything so awkward for her. Because she doesn't know what to say. She doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know how to relate to this. But I felt like I just needed to tell her. that I feel like I'm losing it. I told her that I'm so overwhelmed. And everything just hurts. I've been doing everything that I can to not freak out. But if I'm honest, I'm scared. I told her that I didn't know what to do. And that I wish I wasn't like this. I wish that I was better. And that I've been in so much pain these past few days. But I was hopeful that maybe I could turn it around and it didn't happen. The way she responded to those texts, it helped to know that she cared, but it made me feel a little guilty because she was taking on a little bit of responsibility and that's when I told her that, you know, this is something that's been going on for days, not something that just happened today because she's out with her family or her sister shopping. And I told her that I I feel so guilty that she feels even somewhat responsible. I said that I was more trouble than I'm worth. This is ridiculous, you know. I don't know. (laughs) I've just been so, like, scatterbrained over these past few days. And I just wanted to be able to coherently bring something together. I I wanted to record. It wasn't like I felt like I had to. It's something that I wanted to do. I enjoy this. And I kind of somewhat suspect that the lack of being able to record last week might have played a role. Because this is this is somewhat therapeutic for me to do. But my mind is all over the place. 
and I am like beating myself up in so many different areas. This hurts. And I am starting to feel a little better, but I'm scared that tomorrow I'm going to kind of revert back to how I was feeling earlier today. And sometimes it's difficult because it's kind of like, this is how I'm always going to feel. It starts to feel hopeless. It starts to feel like it's a lost cause. But I know that I've made improvements. I know that I have progressed. I'm more aware of the importance of feelings and understanding that I've got to process this stuff. It's helped me become a better father already. I feel like I'm able to deal with the kids with validating and and, and making their feelings, their thoughts important. Even in the middle of disciplining them, I have been a better husband with being able to open up more to my wife and give her that side of me. It's scary and terrifying, but it's... I need to do like a episode about therapy because there's been so much, but me doing that is expressing my love for her. And that's a big thing. That's a huge thing. Because honestly, a few weeks ago, I was questioning if I was even capable of being loved and and loving. It's a long and hard fight. And there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be times where, you know, if you're struggling with this, it's going to hurt. It's going to feel like you're stuck. You're trapped. And everything is so overwhelming. But if I can push through, if I can slowly improve, so can you. Trust me on that. And I'll make a a pact with you, a deal, a promise. I won't give up if you don't.